Weekday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome. A lawyer by profession, in 2008, she decided to join her dad's company as their legal counsel. A big switch from being a lawyer to a legal counsel. I'm not sure about that, but she gave up fighting for justice to providing counseling and guidance for legal matters. Today, the executive director and chief legal officer of HR Nets Group, which was once a four-man team. It's so not a four-man team anymore. She's experienced in overseeing the group's newly established digital marketing and communications functions. We kick off our celebration of International Women's Week with Miss Adeline Sim, Executive Director of HRNet Group. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And, you know, again, a happy International Women's Week. Happy International Women's Week. <laughs> You know, the thing is, when I when I conceptualized this segment, I was like, I want a, a, a prominent woman every day on the show. And then I started laughing because a prominent woman could be Miss Singapore as much as it could be you, as much as it could be a minister, right? And it's like, so how do I narrow it down to just five women? Because in Singapore, the nice thing about living in Singapore is the glass ceiling isn't so obvious. And there are a lot of women in very prominent positions. And that we should celebrate first and foremost. Totally. But today we're talking about you. So Adeline, you were a lawyer first. Now, when did you start in your childhood? Because I've never met a lawyer who just went, oh, I became a lawyer because it was good money. There's always passion for the law, to, you know, to defend the downtrodden. What was your passion? Why the law? It started when I was nine. Nine. No, actually earlier. My P1 teacher... <laughs> That would be six. But okay. Yes. So it started when my P1 teacher said, I think I used to be rather noisy in class. Mm. And she said that you would do well either as prime minister or as a lawyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. That's quite lofty either way. I don't think I even understood what it meant to be a lawyer then. <laughs> so when I was nine, my dad was coming home one week from KL and mm-hmm. he picked up a copy of Alex Josie's book on David Marshall. Right. And I couldn't put that book down. You were nine? I was nine. Reading I, about David Marshall. But it was amazing. And it just touched me that, you know, this would be a job that would allow me to help people. Mm-hmm. So really, from the time I was nine, I wanted to be a lawyer. And when I went for my law school interview, I actually related the same story. Right. And I said that, yes, I want to be a lawyer to help people. And they actually let me into law school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I would hope so. <laughs> As opposed to, I want to get guilty people off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, you went to law school. Uh, what was the branch of the law that you were most interested in as a nine-year-old, as as a younger person when you were applying to get into law school? So I think, I mean, if you're reading David Marshall's trials, mm-hmm. then you're quite naturally moved towards litigation. And sure. actually, that same fixation continued. Okay. And I was extremely lucky. Um, I actually ended up being uh, Ms. Indrani Raja's pupil. Okay. Fantastic uh, pupil master to have. So, yes, I always wanted to be a litigation lawyer. I just had her on the show as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> so, okay, then you became a lawyer. You were a practicing lawyer for what, four years? Yeah. Before 
the pull of the family business. Ah.、Uh, <laughs> It wasn't quite so simple. So basically, I was actually on maternity leave. Okay. So extended maternity leave、um, after I delivered my son, and just when I was supposed to go back to work, I realized I was expecting my daughter. Well, that was timely, I guess. Oh、uh, well, my kids are thirteen months apart. <laughs> I see. And the thought of going back into practice with you know essentially two babies, right?、Um, at that age, was kind of daunting.、Mm, I would imagine. So I thought that I'll take a, a little break, perhaps for a little while.、Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, my dad's company, and and he wasn't even the one who spoke to me, was his chief people officer,、mm-hmm. who said, "Hey, we're actually hiring. We're looking for a legal counsel. So、okay. do you think、um, you could play this role?" So I ended up starting work when my daughter was just two months old. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's actually what happened. So a little bit of serendipity there. Yes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Serendipity works for me. We are speaking to Adeline Sim, Executive Director of HR Nets Group. Okay, so that's how you got into the company. Clearly, I'm not going to ask you when that was because I don't want people to do the math. It's none of their business how old you are. <laughs> But you've been there ever since, and now you are the Executive Director of HR Nets Group. It went from a four-man team. Now you've got. What a thousand consultants over ten Asian cities. Thirteen. That, that's quite a phenomenal expansion. How much of that was you? Very little. <laughs> as you can, I mean, as you just said, there were one thousand one hundred people working to make it happen. Right. Too. So by the time I went in, there were a few hundred people,、mm-hmm. and a few hundred does not equate a thousand. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do lawyers not do math?、Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, no, but seriously, I would really say it's it's everyone working together. We have a core、um, management team, a core ownership team,、mm-hmm. and we really have been working very strongly together.、Um, on average, our leaders have been with us sixteen years, and this is a hundred and fifty of them、mm-hmm. been with us sixteen years. So it's everyone really working towards growing. Does everyone feel a real ownership to the company? I believe so. And how many? What is the percentage of women I'm ah <laughs> bringing it all back to International Women's Week? What is the percentage of women who work in the company? Seventy percent. Wow,、yes. good on you. Not、so、clearly, just me. <laughs> oh, yes, not 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 just you. Clearly, no glass ceiling at HR Net Group. Yes, totally agree on that. The best person for the job, man, woman, or child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, something like that. So, what do you do as executive director? I like to describe myself as Girl Friday. Girl, right? <laughs> sure. So, whatever needs to be done needs to be done.、Mm-hmm. So, when we needed to bring the company public, then I needed to do so. Right? right. So, you go on the roadshows, you jump on the plane, and you do what it takes to get it. But this is where your legal studies came into play, especially litigation in preparing for listing. <laughs> Well, technically, that belongs to the corporate team, but well, which I was also a, a part of. But I, I think,、um, really, you know, being in, in my current role, it's really just filling the gaps. Right. So currently, I have the tech team reporting to me. I have the investor relations team, the communications team, <laughs>、um, and of course, the legal team. Right. Right. And the other thing that I, I really enjoy doing is identifying and working on、um, acquisitions、right. and investments for the firm. 
and working out new strategies for the firm. Mm -hmm. So there's really a whole bunch of things that are going on at any one point in time, mm -hmm. and which is why it makes my job really fun. Okay. Yeah, so being Girl Friday is it's great Executive fun. Girl Friday. How about that? We'll give you Executive Girl Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, in this, in this era of disruption, you know, a lot of traditional businesses, a lot of family businesses are finding it difficult to get past the hump of all the internet influence and the social media and all that sort of stuff. What's your answer to that? I think it's just, you know, being immersed in the market mm -hmm. and moving with it as mm -hmm. it goes along. So to give you an example, just last week, we launched um, our own playlist on Apple Music and Spotify right. in order to promote a leader summit that we're having for our people in September. Okay. Um, last year, we started using QR name cards instead of physical name cards. These are all just examples of ideas that come in along the way. You know, when you start uh, realizing you have to work on your sustainability report, you're like, okay, what can I do so that, you know, with a thousand people out meeting other customers and clients every day, we can cut down the number of name cards. Mm. And then you develop an idea. And the other thing we're working on now is to say, how can we move our entire work process onto our mobiles? Right. So that when a candidate comes in, he actually sees a job ad on his phone, he arranges for his interview on his phone, he signs his letter of appointment on his phone, you know, and, and essentially lives on a mobile platform. Right. So if you are in the market every day, you will know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I think it's being very um, adaptable and versatile right. and, and, you know, moving with the energies of the economy. Okay. Now, since you brought that up, being, you know, mobile and on the phone from, from the point of hiring. Does that mean that there is a culture or you might consider a culture if there isn't one now of people working from the home, hot desking, all that stuff that all kinds of companies are moving towards? We try. Yeah. We try. It's, it's a little bit um, difficult because at the end of the day, 85% of our people are salespeople. Right. They're on the move anyway, but they have to be out there. Yes, but we also say that every morning you come in and do your wellness exercise together, then you do a daily sales meeting mm -hmm. where, you know, in person um, before you go out and do your thing. Right. Um, I think you know, the reality is that today everybody knows that they can respond wherever they are. In fact, even when you're on the plane, right. there's Wi-Fi now. Right. But there's still something to be said for physically appearing in front of each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are certain limitations to being able to say you can work from wherever you are or, you know, any the world is your office. We're still some distance from that. Right. Yeah. Okay. We are speaking to Adeline Sim, Executive Director of HR Net Group on Coffee with Clarissa, a special segment only this week on Women of Substance. Okay. I actually think that a lot of people have a preconception and is a misconception, in my opinion, that if you are part of a business that your family started, that it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do, because, you know, it's the family business. Of course, you're going to be working there. Did you ever encounter that sort of an attitude from the people you work with? I think I was lucky that I, I didn't really get much of that. Mm -hmm. I, it helped, of course, that um, I spent time actually at Drew Napier in practice as a lawyer. And right. when I came in, it was in an area where I had expertise in. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't that sense that, oh, you were just parachuted in. It's, right. I, I had to pull my weight because, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise there'll be all kinds of other troubles. So I think it really helped that I came in 
with that angle and then thereafter really built um, other areas where I could contribute in. Okay. Yeah. I'm not for, for a second suggesting that that is the case here. But since that is the preconception, I felt we should address it head on like a good lawyer would. <laughs> <laughs> that was your secret ambition. <laughs> that was my, yeah, well, you see, I, I, at some point, I actually did think I wanted to be a lawyer. And unfortunately, my father knew a lot of very fine lawyers. And one of them brought me into his office, showed me the law, all the law legal book, reviews, the yeah. legal reviews and stuff and said, you have to read all of this. And I went, OK, never mind. because I'm <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> Reading is painful. So therefore, the law was no longer on my list of things I wanted to do when I grew up. Luckily, otherwise we have lost a fantastic <laughs> DJ. <laughs> so much. OK, so your kids, you have kids now. Yep. What if they someday want to enter the company? Have you ever considered that? Would you want them to? Would you dissuade them from doing it? How does mommy feel? Maybe I can tell you a little story. Sure. Um, so I was actually with my kids in Boston last year. And I was, I thought I was being encouraging. I said that, you know, you could always come to school here and maybe even spend a little bit of time working one of the fangs and, you know, being exposed. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, who was then 10, burst into tears after a while. And I said, what's the problem? And she said, but does that mean I won't get to work in HRNet? Aww. So I'm, I, I was actually really touched. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like my brother and I, my children have obviously sacrificed a lot for the family, for sure. the business. For the family business. You know, at her primary one orientation, I was not here. I was in our mm-hmm. Shanghai office. Mm-hmm. And she'll, she'll tell you that, you know, I'm traveling too much. Sure. So the children feel that they have sacrificed something and, and they feel a sense of belonging as well because and they ownership. have contributed. Yes, exactly. They feel ownership. Yeah. I wouldn't dissuade them. I think it's it's something that if if they have passion for it, then go for it. Yeah. I I can't, again, <laughs> disagree with that. You know, but they have to feel that. And if they don't, then that's okay as well, right? Yes, that's Perfectly fine with me. Um, when she was young, she said that she only wanted to do something in relation to flowers or jewellery. And we're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Well, you could work at HRNet and go buy flowers and jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you don't have to work in that business. It takes all the fun out of owning flowers or jewellery if you actually worked in that business. Yes. <laughs> so what's next for you? 13 countries, over a thousand consultants. What's next? 2,000 consultants, 26 countries. Why not? Why not? So you dream big. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fun. (laughs) And that's the fun. Absolutely. That is the fun. But do you have plans for more expansion of, or, or should that be a stupid question? <laughs> no, I, I think we all know we, we want to grow. Right. We think, you know, we think it's fun to be going to a new country in order to be able to better service our clients and work even more closely with them. So it's a pleasure to actually be growing. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Okay, before I let you go, since this is International Women's Week, this is... Women of Substance, a special Coffee with Clarissa feature, I'm going to ask you a question that is woman-related. Now, clearly in your company with the 70% women, there is no glass ceiling. Yes. But what can be done so that more women in more industries within Singapore, in your opinion, of course, will feel 
like they want to be a part of the workforce, that they can rise, that there is no glass ceiling for them. Is there more that we can do or is enough being done? I'm sure a lot more can be done. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it would help in the first place if we all take the attitude that we can do it. Right. So sometimes you'll find that in, we self-limit mm-hmm. and we're like, no, we, we can't possibly be handling yet another thing. Mm-hmm. We already have kids and we have, you know, we're wives, we're daughters, we're mothers, we're so many different things we have to do. And you, and you kind of say, I can't do it. And you mm-hmm. limit yourself. Right. But I, and I like to tell my son this because my son thinks that Barack Obama is super cool. Mm-hmm. And I say, do you think he had any more hours in the day than you have? And the answer is no. No. Yeah. So, so that you can do more. You can put your hand up and say that I'm ready for this job. Or you can actually dig down and say, I can play a bigger role. And I can be a mother. And I can also do really well in my career. And I can be a good friend. And I can be a great wife. Right. And daughter. Right. So I think sometimes if we, if we all start from that basis... Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot more that we can achieve. There's a lot more we can achieve. And, you know, by virtue of that perseverance and that attitude of, of not limiting ourselves, those glass ceilings will break on their own. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Adeline Sim, Executive Director of HR Net Group, for coming in and talking to us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.